This is the Glenn Beck Program. Rough green, something that has changed my dog's life and changed my life, too. My dog's, too. My dog, uh, Miles, is uh, 15 now, I think. And oh, really? Yeah, he's old. Wow. He, basically, all he does is sleep Plus, most of the time, or at least that's what he's been doing. Yeah. Now, he walks around the house proudly with a green beard uh, because he gets his face <laughs> into the rough greens and it turns his little, because he's so white now. He's a black dog, but he's turning gray and then white and now he gets this little green beard and it's helped us with his energy and he just loves his food he eats it immediately you got to try this stuff it's an you add it to uh, the food um it's great rough greens from vita smart will make your dog's food better uh, take the rough greens 14 day jumpstart challenge today for 14.95 and see the difference uh in your dog in 14 days or less if you want to see your dog thrive again go to roughgreens.com slash beck it's roughgreens.com slash beck r-u-f-f greens.com slash beck Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It's Super Wednesday, because Super Tuesday didn't seem to be a powerhouse for a socialist, revolutionary communist. (laughs) What's more super than that? Uh, However, Marianne Williamson, she took out her Ouija board uh, last night, and she was, I think the devil was spelling out some things on Twitter that she had to immediately delete. Uh, She uh, said this was not a resurrection. It was a coup. Russiagate was not a coup. Mueller was not a coup. Impeachment was not a coup. What happened yesterday was a coup, and we will push back. Sanders people, not real happy. Biden people, it was a night to remember. And if Joe Biden could remember it, it would be a night for him to remember as well. You know what I'm saying here? Um, All of the uh, information on that and uh, and all of the news of the day coming up here in just a second. First, let me tell you about Greg. He lives in Hawaii, had a really interesting experience with Relief Factor. Last year sometime, his knee started to swell and it made climbing stairs and walking distances almost impossible. Yeah, that's why you just sit at the beach. I'm just saying. Fortunately, he had heard about Relief Factor, decided to give it a try for himself. And here's the interesting part of what happened with Greg. Greg had been taking Relief Factor for three days, and he started getting results. The knee stopped swelling. The back, the hips, the shoulders began to settle down. I'm a person who's had a dramatic, dramatic change in my life. I feel better than I've felt in 10 or 15 years. I mean, I just I feel like I'm fully back. And it is credited to Relief Factor. Greg feels exactly the same way. He's now able to go and live his best life out in Hawaii. And you can live yours. Get your life back. For nineteen ninety five. you can get the three-week quick start uh, trial. 70% of the people who take it go on to order more month after month. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain, get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. So it it was kind of a coup last night. The Democrats came out in full force, uh, and I mean the Democratic Party, to make sure that Joe Biden is the nominee. Now, I don't know how they wrangle this from here, 
But Bernie Sanders is going to fight to the very last minute. He will fight all the way to the convention. But it was it, it was pretty remarkable how Joe Biden even started the evening. And that was in Virginia, where Virginia, it was close. And Biden was not supposed to sweep the country. And if it wasn't for early voting, except for California, I'll bet, uh, he might have swept all the way across the country. Really an incredible night for Biden, far above and beyond any expectation or reasonable upside sort of outcome Correct. of this. Uh, he, the only three states he lost were uh, Utah, Colorado, and California. California, he was the heavy favorite. We kind of all knew that um, going in. Colorado and Utah both had quirky rules that prevented him. I mean, you know, we're, we're good rules for Bernie, basically. It did not allow for a lot of last minute deciding. Um, all male, I believe. All male, um, and not meaning all dudes, but all uh, <laughs> you mail it in with the right, federal mail right, sort right, of right. Uh, voting. Right. Um, so incredible. I mean, a few examples of this. Minnesota was, I believe, 538 had that at a 19% chance of Biden winning it. And he won. This is a state, obviously, that Klobuchar was a co-favorite with Bernie going into this week. Uh, she drops sh- out. Shocking to me. That one was shocking to me, not just because it's a go- it's a win outside of where Biden has performed. Right. It's a northern state. It's not a state with a large minority population. It was not built for Biden. Then you have Klobuchar, who's there and very popular, who drops out the day before the vote or two days before the vote, whatever it was. Um, and. A lot of that, with early voting, people had already voted for Klobuchar, right? She was one of the favorites. So she drops out. Everyone there goes all to Biden, which usually doesn't happen. And he wins that, I think, by nine points, which is insanity. How? How? Does it bother you at all that... um, I mean, I do not want to... I've just never seen anything like this. And I know with social media how they can affect you know, and swing the vote. If it's close, they can swing it by up to five points. Oh, you're talking about like Google, Google and, yeah. and Facebook and how they can geo target without fingerprints. They can, you're, 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 go, it's, you're not even a Bernie bro. And you're going down the conspiracy road here. Well, only because we're doing the special tonight mm-hmm. and I'm looking at all of the data up close. And so I'm kind of living in that world. Because, I mean, I think, obviously, and I'm joking about the conspiracy, that it is something very real, and the research shows that it's real. Though, do you, would you believe that Google would want to throw the election to Joe Biden over Bernie Sanders? Maybe? I do. I do. Uh, because I don't think anyone in real business wants Bernie Sanders because they know what it means. You know, do, do you think that uh, CNN is for Bernie Sanders? Do you think NBC comcast nbc is for bernie bernie sanders they know what he'll do you saw stocks go up after right they look like sanders are having a bad night what is it it was like a 480 points or 500 points the stock market went up uh in the overnight uh in um you know after closing before the morning bell we're up about 500 points and that is because bernie sanders is not the guy we told you the stock market does not like Bernie Sanders. No. The economy will not like Bernie Sanders. So, yeah, I do think that um, Joe Biden would just be for regulation of these companies, which these companies want. Sometimes they do, especially yeah. the big ones. Yeah, I, I would say I, I don't 
necessarily think that that's the reason. I think there's a plausible explanation for this, which is a great confluence of events over about a one-week period um, without really people having time to check their work. I mean, if you think about this, you had a second-place Nevada finish, a decent debate for Biden, his best debate out of 10 that they've had, uh, then a big win in South Carolina, followed by massive endorsements and coalescing around Biden inside the party, uh, followed by a primary three days later with no time for Joe Biden to come out and screw anything up mm. and no time to take any polling for anyone to know what's going on. Uh, it, it, it hits a perfect confluence of events for a massive momentum it shift. It, 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 it absolutely could have. Yep. There also could have been influence from social media only because of the massive switch. Remember, last Friday we were talking about it's over. It's over for him. If he doesn't really... If he doesn't if he, really he, take uh, South Carolina, it's over. Right. But he did. I mean, yeah, it, I know he, he won did. by 30 points. There. I know. I know. I know. I so know. everything was pointing in the direction of a good night. We talked about right, this but yesterday. That's the only it, it thing we expected. I think it's this the is, only thing that changed. Look, do you think that Joe Biden looks healthy? Oh, no, no. no. Okay. All, all he has is momentum, which is would if I was a Democrat terrifying terrifying he's got nothing he doesn't even have fundraising going on for no. him he's got nothing else he has no, no organization no fundraising no ability to speak through full sentences god only knows if he can walk on stage in any given appearance i mean it, i would be terrified if this came out and if if you're donald trump you have to be thrilled could this have gone any better for donald trump seriously think no. of all the candidates that are on the board up here we have a giant board of all the candidates right now there's only five left that are still in the race, what, 20 some, 25, almost 30 candidates that were either about to run and didn't or dropped out. You look through that list, there are a ton of candidates in there that on paper, at least, could scare you, right? People who are fresh faces, who are good talkers, who have interesting backgrounds Even and resumes. Even Bloomberg, with Even, all of the money yep. and the experience, is no matter how unlikable that guy is, yeah. even Bloomberg would have been a threat. What they're doing is... They're giving us the two worst candidates. Okay, You're, you've got an old it's communist so... who has to continually say, "Fidel Castro, he was a great guy. I loved him. I loved him. He made great ham sandwiches. Even though I'm a Jew and I don't have ham sandwiches, I love the I love the ham sandwiches he was making. They're Cuban sandwiches. I love Cuban sandwiches. I love Fidel. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's the worst candidate." Except for the guy who is like, I'd like you to meet my my wife. Uh, oh, that's my sister. Oh, she looks hot. Shoes. Is it time for my pills yet? That guy. That guy. That guy. That's the guy they all coalesced around. Think of how pathetic that right. is. It's not like, and it's only due to his win. It shows one win. How much they don't want bernie sanders which is i will say remarkable 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 i I think it's less people are like well they just don't want a socialist i don't think that has anything to do with it frankly um as far as the democrats go i think number one it has to do with they're worried about him beating donald trump because they're worried the american people don't want a socialist that's out of the closet but number two another big function here is bernie is not a party guy and they want a party guy they want a guy who's going to be loyal to the party who's going to remain a democrat who is i mean there's a good chance that if bernie sanders won the presidency he might turn into an independent while he was president 
Oh, I think he would. Right? I they, think he would. They don't want that. Mm-mm. They don't want that. They don't like Bernie. He's he's never been able to he's never been nice. He's never played nice with them. And they don't like him for that reason. The socialism is like a fa- that's on the positive side of the ledger for Democrats in the party. But when it comes down to Democrats um, being Democrats, that's important to them. And winning is important. They want to beat Trump and they don't think Sanders is the guy to do oh, it. And I think they they truly believe and they would they would lose the House. They not only lose the White House, the Senate, the down the down ticket would be just obliterated. Because if you're going to put a, a communist revolutionary in the White House, Americans generally try to balance the ticket. And so if they have a communist revolutionary, it would be like, I just, I, I'm going to put a Republican in there because maybe they'll be able to stop him if he goes crazy. Hmm. I think that huge would risk. be huge, for them. huge risk for them and for the nation. And I think they do see that. At some level. And I think good. they see, you know, they may use you say they may like, uh, you know, uh, a socialist. I don't think they like socialist revolutionaries. Right. And they also get a lot of money from corporations. Right. And but, all of the corporations have got to be saying to them now, are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? You're going with somebody who is saying he's going to end the free market system? Are you crazy? They do get a lot of money from those people. And right. they, don't, they wouldn't want to deal with that. Right. Um, but on the other hand, too, we're talking about speed, right? Revolutionary versus progressivism. As you've talked about many, many times, there's a difference in speed and approach. Yeah. And, you know, yes, you're right. Like right now, I think they see the best way to get down that road is to take baby steps and sometimes big steps, but not revolutionary long jumps. Um, and yeah, that's what you're Bernie at wants. the end of the progressive era. You are at the point to where it's all yeah. breaking down. Mm-hmm. You cannot have this system merged with a big progressive system that is not based in common sense at all. You oh, can't. Uh, so it's just 100%. this clash. I agree. Right. I, I so now it's time to decide you are going to take the last step. And the last step here is to change the Constitution and to change over to a a socialist, communist kind of system. That last step Americans at this point won't take. Now, they might in four years or eight years or 15 years, but they're not going to take them today. And so the, the question is, just like that book that I pointed out from France, The Coming Insurrection, that was the point of that book, written by French intellectuals and socialists and communists and anarchists for the people that were in colleges. And it said clearly, they have given us every step of the way. They keep bringing us in and saying, oh, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. But then they never pull the trigger on it. And they've said, we've got to have a peaceful transition of power. And we're going to make that step. But they're never going to make it. So it's time we take it Mm. that's what the coming insurrection was about in france that book and that's happening here with bernie sanders it's time to take it and let me take a quick break and then come back Stu. uh, you know talking to steve dace last night on the tv show he was pretty scary i thought because he didn't give a solution he's like this is this is it this is i mean you're you're going to head to a brokered convention now. And 
uh, I'd like to hear your analysis of that on the numbers. Sure. Are we are we more likely for a brokered convention or not? And if we are headed, how does that now work? How are they going to untangle themselves from the revolutionaries? Because <laughs> there's not going to be a compromise on those sides. It's going to be one or the Ronald Reagan was right. This is a time for choosing. He said that in 64 for the Republicans. And it took 15 years for us to choose, but we finally got Ronald Reagan in office. So it's a time for choosing. This is the time for choosing. And the stakes are really high for the Democrats. What do they do from here? In one minute. So you may like to mow your lawn. Um... But how long does it take you? I mean, do you have all Saturday to mow your lawn or would you like to just bang this thing out? If you're looking for a lawnmower and you've got, you know, I don't know, half an acre or so, uh, and you want to bang it out quickly and easily, you owe it to yourself to test drive a Hustler Turf. A uh, Hustler Turf, they engineer these these lawnmowers. I hate to even call them lawnmower because it's not what you think of when you think of a lawnmower. Um, the, these have been researched and tested and designed and redesigned for the last 50 years. And it is a zero turn lawnmower. So, you know how you get, you know, you get to the end and then you kind of have to, you know, go back and forth. And this is a zero turn. So it stops at the corner and turns around and you don't miss anything. It's really an unbelievable lawnmower. It's a hustler. Please, you owe it to yourself if you're if you like to mow your lawn or you better yet, if you hate to mow, mow your lawn and you don't want to spend any time and you don't want to hassle. This is like driving around in a Ferrari. It is really, really great. It's Hustler Turf. I want you to test drive one of these. I want you to go down. If you're looking for a new lawnmower, Hustler Turf, go to HustlerTurf.com. Find a place around you. Read all about it online. Click on the radio offer button at the top right hand corner. If you enter my name back in the box. You're going to get an extended one-year addition in their warranty for free. It's HustlerTurf.com. Once you drive one, you'll thank me. 10 seconds, Station ID. Stock futures are up uh, today. They were up last night. And once the news that Joe Biden was sweeping more than 580 points, that's pretty incredible. That should tell uh, any voter out there that likes to work, likes the economy, likes something called money. The um, who you vote for is going to change your your future. And if you're voting for Bernie Sanders, that is not a vote for jobs. It's just not. Okay, so how does this work from here? What it, we're going to know about the California delegates probably in the next couple of days, right? Yeah, a lot of mail vote there, mail mail in vote there as well. So you're going to have votes trickle in. Uh that vote is going to favor Bernie Sanders in a pretty significant way and he'll mm-hmm. close the gap on delegates from where we are now. Um we were projecting the post Super Tuesday delegate count. Remember, you need to get to about what is it, nineteen hundred and ninety one to to win the nomination mm-hmm. without a contested convention. Um, right now, um, if you go look back a week, the analysis for most people was Bernie Sanders is going to be ahead 
by a decent margin, likely uh, with Bloomberg and Biden behind there somewhere and Warren and forth. Um, as we went through the day, as we approached when we updated those estimates, it was more like they're going to come out pretty close to tied. It looks mm-hmm. like Biden might have a chance of actually tying him. As soon as Virginia came in right at seven o'clock and they called it immediately. I mean, I, what, we, were we looked there. at Yeah, we looked at each other, went, going to be a good night for uh, Joe Biden. This is going to be big because <laughs> yeah. that's not supposed to happen. No. That should have been. I mean, Biden may have won that state. That wouldn't have been a surprise. But the fact that he won it so easily and they called it immediately. I mean, they like, called it at the top of the hour. Listen, they closed the polls and they called it. Virginia was supposed to be a state that would go on for a couple of hours and maybe they call it for Biden. But, you know, maybe he wins by five points. Mm-hmm. He wound up with 53.3 percent of the vote more than half of the vote in a four candidate race he got a higher percentage of the vote in virginia than sanders got in vermont wow think about that that is it was legitimately unthinkable going into yesterday but if you look at virginia that happens i think for a reason one virginia is is for the lovers. suburb is the suburb of Washington, D.C. A lot yes. of that is it's the suburb of, of Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. So that that is one of two things. Either the people who are in the government and they like big government. Well, that would mean Bernie Sanders. Well, not necessarily, because a lot of those people are also there very, very wealthy because they're consultants. They're working in companies that are aligned with Washington, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you've got a lot of people who are. The lobbyists and the corporations that are there that make America work. They don't like Bernie Sanders. No. A vote for Bernie Sanders is a vote for ending their influence and their jobs in many ways. So Bernie wound up uh, being around tied as we were kind of going into the day. That Virginia thing, we started looking at this in a different way. As the results came in, uh, Bernie started falling behind in the delegate count. Uh, We had... Uh, Bernie down about 50 delegates at the end of the night, which was pretty uh, significant. Uh, And now because of the very late night after we ended our coverage uh, announcement that Bernie Sanders also won Texas or excuse me, uh, Joe Biden also won Texas, which was not supposed to happen. No. Uh, You know, again, big uh, Latino population. Sanders have been doing well with with that group. Biden wins there, too. Now, um, I mean, I could see at least the New York Times estimate now has Bernie down by almost 100 delegates after That's, this all is settled. It's supposed to be very close, if not Bernie ahead. That's yep. what we thought going in, 100 delegates going in. So does that give him enough of a spread if this continues to win outright the nomination? More in a minute. Imagine having a person following you in the store with every circular containing every single coupon. Every time you went into the store, all you had to do, that person would be there and they would just whip out a handful of coupons and, you know, hand it to the cashier and you wouldn't have to worry about it. In the online shopping world, that's called Honey. Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart when you're shopping online. This is great. All you have to do is download Honey to your computer, then shop your favorite websites like normal. You go to checkout, click the apply coupons button. When it pops up, a few seconds, they find all of the best deals. They apply it and you'll see your price go down. Mm Mm-hmm. It's really amazing. It saves money basically automatically. Yeah. If you're buying something, why not do it? It's just going to run through all the yeah. stuff for you. And they're, you. they're not keeping your information. They're not selling your information or collecting information on you. They Everybody wins in this. Everybody is, is making money, including you. It doesn't cost you anything. 
Get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Beck. That's joinhoney.com slash Beck. Do it now. And if you go to blazetv.com slash Glenn, you could save 20 bucks for the rest of the week. GB20 is the code. GB20 for 20 bucks off. Blaze TV. All right. All right. Here's, here's the problem. Uh, Pat just came in. And uh, he's got a cough and the sniffles. And he said, I think I have the coronavirus. And I said, mm. right, I think I have it too. And that's when Stu said, I think I've had it for a couple of weeks. Yeah, a few weeks. <laughs> so we right. probably got it from you. We probably it's got possible. it from you. Now, right? it's, it's either allergies did you eat or chi- coronavirus. Did you, uh, eat, did you eat any Chinese food? Yeah, last night we had it here. Uh, by the way, oh, may man. I just say, let me just see mm-hmm. if I can pick this up with a pencil because I don't want to touch it. Uh Look mm. what I found in our studio Uh-oh. by Stu's desk. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. It's of a Corona light. Mm. So maybe that's why we don't have fevers. Maybe we just right. have Corona light. light. Yes. So. Hmm. Somebody's drinking Corona. <laughs> Excuse me. Just, uh, <laughs> a little bit of a cough there. Yeah. Scary. Um, it, it is funny because at what point do you go and say, hey, I might have the coronavirus? Because you, it, it, they keep saying that a lot of people are have it and A, get no symptoms at all, mm-hmm. or B, get very light symptoms that they would even go to work with. The person, the Washington Post got an op-ed from a guy who was on the princess ship there in Japan, mm-hmm. came back, has been quarantined for weeks. First of all, I thought it was funny that he pointed out, you know, we were, I was on the ship with my wife for like a, a month and now we've been in quarantine uh, separately. And I think it's, we, it's the alone time has been good for us. <laughs> like, wait a minute. You're, wow. But he, but he said, look, it, honestly, I've had it for a month and it hasn't been that big of a deal. Huh. I, I, she, he said, if I were home, I probably would have just gone to, gone to work through it. Oh, wow. So a lot of people have it wow. in that way. Well, that's what I've, I've been think, doing all week. Yeah. I've been going I've to been work. coming to work it. too. And, and too. have Me I too. been... I mean, have you? Are you a little congested? Yes. I'll, yeah. And yeah, I, yes. but I I'm also sneezing, get allergies I'm around coughing. this time of year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But allergies come this time of year for everybody. At least if you ha- if you deal with them in Texas, I seem to get them around this time all all the time. So you know, and I've, I've been assuming I don't have coronavirus. Well, I, maybe I do. I maybe used do. to have really bad allergies, and I have to tell you, I took the allergy shots about two or three years ago. I got to do this. You have to do it. Still. I got to do it. I've I my whole life uh, you remember Pat mm-hmm. I really bad allergies really bad allergies I have allergies so bad they can't they can't treat me for dogs and horses because every time they would give me the allergy shot it would put me in the hospital I'd have to go to the emergency room um, and he was like okay you just don't ever get around a horse and I'm like I love horses he's like don't ever get around horses anymore mm. you can't stop that um, but they the, uh, for a year I took these allergy shots. There, it's a miracle. I don't know why I That's wasted really my whole life suffering with allergies. Have they had it your whole life, or how long have they been oh. able to do this? Oh yeah, they had shots. I know I was tested for allergies when I was a hmm. kid, and they were really bad. And then you know, my mom was like, "Maybe we should get the shots." No, no, not the shots. I wish I wasted hmm. so much time of my life in misery. That's what happens I'm- when you're a sissy. Yeah, right. Shut yeah, up, that's what we've been talking what, about. Glenn's right? a sissy. Remember that's we had that whole conversation? No, hey, I remember when, that. When did your book about that come out? Because I know uh, you were yeah. writing it. A couple of weeks. Couple all right, weeks. all right, yeah. all right. So we were talking about coronavirus. There is a there is a Dr. James Phillips, assistant professor of emergency medicine at George Washington University. Uh, he is the chief of the section of disaster and operational medicine. 
And he's just written an article that I think is really, really good that I, I want to read to you. He's talking about, I'm a doctor. This is what I do. I'm in the emergency rooms. I'm looking at these kinds of diseases, et cetera, et cetera. And he said, I'm going to get the coronavirus. And it's not just me. It's going to be a lot of health workers. He said, so we have to have some discussions about what to do, what not to do. And what are we going to do? He said, for instance, I think he said, I'm young, I'm healthy. He said, but I know a lot of doctors that do what I do and are in the ER. And he said, you know, they're older uh, and they would be a prime target for death on this. He said, should we consider saying these doctors shouldn't treat people who have the coronavirus and keep them aside. He said, because Mm -hmm. coronavirus is going to start to really take over the medical um, uh, profession and everybody's going to be worried about the coronavirus. Meanwhile, heart attacks and strokes and everything else has nothing to do with coronavirus. We're going to need doctors. Mm -hmm. And he said, so the first thing we should do as a medical community is decide how are we going to use our resources? But listen to this. He said, um, uh, as this spreads, a certain number of medical staff will need to miss work because they or their families are ill. What we don't know yet is for how long. It's imperative that we fund research to determine how long the infected are contagious and when people can safely return to work so we can keep our healthcare systems working and our economy from suffering. Telemedicine can play a major role in this outbreak by allowing providers to avoid um, uh, proximity risk of infection while electronically visiting a large number of patients. In addition to concerns about infection among the workforce, space emergency departments will also be an issue. Most urban emergency departments are already operating at a maximum capacity every day. As a disaster medicine specialist, my biggest concern is that the ERs and the clinics are going to become overwhelmed by the worried well and the minimally ill. That would be us. I just sniffed. Mm-hmm. It's Captain it. Trips. Mm-hmm. Unnecessary visits by those with a mild virus illness risk not only exposure to other emergency room patients, but also increases the risk of illness to the medical medical staff. So, in other words, you're going, you don't really have something, or it's just very mild. Are you infecting others that are there, or are others infecting you? And you're going to go in and say, yeah, you don't have anything. But did you just contract it because you were sitting next to somebody who did? In addition, if our ambulances are busy transporting patients who are worried or mildly ill, they'll have slower response time, blah, blah, blah. The public should be expected to be asked in the coming weeks to avoid the healthcare system visits unless they have significant systems, uh, s- symptoms or risk factors. I suggest that healthcare facilities explore the creation of separate care areas for patients presenting with respiratory symptoms and possible COVID-19 in an effort to keep all of those possibly contagious away from uh, those who are being seen for other conditions. We have to ensure the public knows that we are open and preventing spread from one patient to another. They may have to add temporary structures such as outdoor tents to evaluate those concerned and keep them out of the hospital. While healthcare workers and policymakers are currently laser focused on COVID-19, the epidemic requires a coordinated response that extends beyond the healthcare system. Employers and large and small employers must enact sick employ sorry, must enact public health measures, part of which would include requirements that sick employees stay home 
and guarantees that they will not be penalized for doing so. This is something that this broadcast is already on. We were working with our engineers just yesterday um, to be able to have me be the only one that switches all of the uh, flips, all of the switches to be able to connect with the satellites. We still get paid, right? Yes. Okay, good. Nobody, as long as I'm on the air, the minute I'm off the air, nope. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, this has never been done before. The network doesn't even know how to do it. But we and the network are taking this so seriously that we have to make sure that the voice is on. And we are trying to use technology and, and solve problems that have never been thought of before. A national radio program connecting to almost 500 stations nationwide, plus the Internet, plus video with only one person at the control. Mm. That's where we're that's how we're affecting this, because there's no reason if things if people start to get sick, you know, we've got what, 100 and some people here in this building do we need to have all of the writers and researchers here or can they do their work from home? I think this could mm-hmm. fundamentally transform America if it lasts a long time. I think we could see our workplaces and the way we do things change. Um, they, he talks here about, uh, you know, should you wear surgical masks? Uh, yada, yada. He says, no, I get asked several times a day. Should I be worried? The answer is Yes but to an appropriate degree. This is going to get worse before it gets better. We don't know if it will go away when it gets warm. Keep an eye on the transmission in the tropics. Nor do we know for sure if reinfection is possible. One thing is certain. Panic helps no one. I thought that was an interesting look on the things that we should be paying attention to. And when do you go get checked? I don't know. You got to go to a hospital. <laughs> and, and why? Do oh, boy. Why do you say no on the surgical mask? Because the surgical mask is keeping them that we're out of the N95s. Um, they're the uh, what is it? It's only M- the M95 that is effective, right? N95 or N100. Yeah, it's not a big enough closure between the right. seams or whatever it Correct. is. Correct. So the N95, and even then, they recommend that you wear another mask underneath a regular surgical mask. Surgical mask. Wow only keeps you from spreading whatever you have. So when you're in surgery, oh. everything else is sterile. It doesn't sterile. keep you from getting? No, it's everything is sterile. Mm. You're in a surgery room, everything is sterile. So the yeah. surgic the, that the regular just little mask that you put over your ears, mm-hmm. that stops when you cough any of your germs going out. The N95 <clears throat> stops anything from coming in, but like for instance, mm. you couldn't wear one, Pat, I couldn't wear one right now. We'd both have to shave. Oh, yeah. Okay. You can't have a beard. It will not seal on your face. And it really has to be fitted. You have to know how to fit it to your face. Um, And and you're we're out of those 3M right now. I think it's in Ohio is 24 hour a day shifts just making the N95 masks. And they're running out of them all over the uh, all over the world. The doctors need them first. This I mean, is going to require cultural changes too, like shaking hands. That should stop for a while. It should. It, it should stop. It should. We should. You should. We shouldn't be shaking hands with each other. I mean, or definitely kissing each other on the cheek or whatever. Doing that Frenchy French thing, where you kiss both sides of the cheek. <laughs> that's that's, that's got to stop. I will say, right? you can't uh, pass coronavirus to someone if you never see them again. 
So this is a good way. If you don't like someone, this don't, is the time to tell them. Don't you know visit what? them. Don't I'm ever see them. I'm very concerned about coronavirus. Yeah. I'd never want to see you again. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, that might news. be a little strong, <laughs> okay. but, but you just say, look, I'm really paranoid. If you just go into permanent isolation, yeah. you're going to be okay. Yeah. Or just isolation from you. <laughs> from you. You know who had it right? Howard Hughes. That's, That's who had it right. right? <laughs> That's the man. Yep. <laughs> he never was, never was going to catch nope, coronavirus. Nope, he's probably fine. still alive watching movies he somewhere. probably is. All right. Somewhere in America, within the sound of my voice, there is a... There is a man exiting the firehouse station after an all-night shift. He's in his civvies now. It's not hard to detect the invisible weight of responsibility that rests on his broad shoulders. Another night, another few lives saved, perhaps. But that's what they pay him the medium bucks to do. In the cold morning as the sun rises his, to light his path home, he steps a foot under the running board of his truck. And that foot is clad in Tacova's boot. And it says everything about the integrity of the cowboy that lives inside of him. The remaining traces of soot on his cheek if he fought a fire or just the idea of that soot on his cheek from the fire has gone past. He's a man who fights fires. He doesn't mess around. When you buy a pair of Tacova's boots, you're buying a statement of integrity. It really says who you are. Integrity, frontiersmanship. You're not the guy that runs in the other direction. Handmade with the finest leathers, Tacova's boots take 200 steps to complete. They're twice the value of a similarly priced boot, half the price of a boot of similar quality. When you wear Tacova's, you're going to feel that frontiersman, that integrity that is alive in you. Tecovis, Western goods for new frontiers. Find your pair of Tecovis right now at tecovis.com slash Beck. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash Beck. Tecovis.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, program. So uh, Michael Bloomberg um, spent $500 million and he, he got uh, he won American Samoa. Bigly. Uh, big, bigly. Bigly. Over Tulsi Gabbard, who was born there, ha. apparently. Who knew? Although Tulsi will get on the board here with at least one delegate. And this is the time she makes her move. Watch out. For right. Her. This is if right. I were Joe Biden, it'd be terrified. Right. She's just getting her momentum right. started. Can you imagine what it felt like to be Michael Bloomberg and go to bed realizing that you just spent five hundred million dollars <laughs> yeah. and you got nothing? I know nothing except your sixty three point five billion dollars. That's all you have left. <laughs> you believe this idiot? <laughs> I mean, he's got to crawl back to his penthouse. <laughs> and, you know, well, after they drive him back in the limousine. But, right. you know, I mean, it's going to be yeah. what a... I, that's the thing with him. He, unlike Steyer, who blew about 15% of his net worth and got zero delegates. Yeah, you know, Bloomberg got something out of this. Bloomberg, Bloomberg got position. Uh, he name recognition in the rest of the country. I mean, he did get something out of it. Steyer got nothing. Yeah, Steyer really just got mocked. I yeah. mean, Bloomberg... Steyer look, is he, like, who? He's not going to win, but he's going to come in with a lot of... He's going to get probably 100 delegates out of mm-hmm. this, which is not nothing. He'll have some power at a contested convention if it occurs. The biggest development today to watch, if you feel like refreshing results like a loser, um, like I will be, is both in Texas and in California. 
Texas, Bloomberg is at 14.7%. Oh, that changes everything. Another 0.3. Yep. And California, he's at 14.4. Both of those will be dramatic swings in the delegate counts for Biden and Sanders if he gets above 15%. It's the way these dumb rules work for the Democrats. But like California is a much bigger win for Sanders if if uh, Bloomberg stays below 15. Again, he's 0.6 away with 20% of the vote left to come in. Oh, so that could change. It, it could change. It could that go either way. He, he's been north of that for a long time. That would probably change your delegate math. If he stays below 15%, it'll get a little bit closer. So that is a big one. Again, he spent a lot of money. There's rumor already that he's thinking about dropping out. There's rumor that he may start just running ads that are anti-Sanders. There's um, rumor that he might kill everyone who told him to spend all this money. <laughs> I, you know, I, 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 it does seem like a giant waste. But on the other hand, what else is he going to do? He's got $64 billion. He throws away $500 million. What does it even matter? Does he even notice it? His stocks go up 4% tomorrow. He's back to, back to even. Like This means so little to him, uh, which is why he was able to do it like this. But right. this has disproven a, a decades-old liberal narrative. You cannot buy these elections. Nope. You can't do it. No one could be better than Michael Bloomberg to do it. And Steyer. And Steyer, Steyer and Bloomberg. They both tried. Couldn't do it. Steyer tried to do it in just two states and couldn't do it. He couldn't even get a delegate in either state. I tell you, on Monday's New York Times Daily, they were talking about how they needed Bloomberg to stay in because of all of his money. Hmm. All right, New Year deserves a new pair of Tecovis boots. Start strong with that feeling of confidence and comfort that only comes with a real high-quality pair of Western boots. Even if you've never worn cowboy boots before, Tecovis has the perfect pair for you. Tecovis boots, they're made to honor the cowboy in all of us. And I don't care where you live, there is a part of you that's cowboy, honorable in your daily dealings, authentic in the way we live, committed to the ideals that built the greatness that is America. And every pair is handmade with high-quality, full-grain leathers by world-class bootmakers with no shortcuts or compromises ever. The styles are classic and handsome up any room they're in, and when you wear your Tecovis, I mean, you shouldn't kick down any doors, but it's good to know that you probably could. Tecovis, they haven't forgotten about middle America. Instead, they cut out the middleman, so you pay a fair price. Plus, free shipping and exchanges makes it simple. So find your pair at tecovis.com slash Beck. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash Beck. Tecovis, Western goods for new frontiers. Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. This may be my last program um, because I am sitting on just warehouse after warehouse of toilet paper, and I am going to be, I'm marking that stuff up and selling it on Amazon, so you're looking at a next Bloomberg-style empire all built on the butts of other people because of coronavirus. Uh, We're going to tell you what happened last night. You probably already know, but we're going to give you some perspective on that, what it means, who is a possible VP, what the left is saying, the Bernie bros, uh, and the, um, the radicals, the revolutionaries. What are they saying? What's coming? That and Steve Dace all around the corner. We begin in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Have you ever had just really great customer service? I mean, to the point to where you don't just notice it. You're, you're kind of captivated by it. 
It's the kind of thing that stands out in our day-to-day lives. I, you know, I just got a letter from uh, somebody about our customer service. I got to read that to you later. Uh, somebody that was dealing with a blaze, and they were like, I have no idea what I was doing, and the customer service was so great and so patient. That kind of customer service is rare, and it is, it is hard to build a customer service center that can do that, but that's what we really built realestateagentsitrust.com on customer service you know they these these have to be the the most qualified in your area they have to have a great track record of selling and buying houses for people they also have to have unbelievable customer service that's you know when you have somebody who responds to you and doesn't just leave you on the dark and you're not like hey we heard anything about our house from the real estate agent there's nothing more frustrating this is the biggest investment of your life. If you're buying or selling a house, you need the right person. Let us help you find it. It's a free service to you. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Call them up. If you're buying or selling, they'll help you do it, and they'll do it right and treat you the way you deserve to be treated. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. So I think it is really interesting that the the media has learned nothing, nothing. They have gone around and they have touted socialists, anarchists, revolutionaries, and made them feel welcome, never checked them out, never said a bad word about them as they're setting cities on fire. They're fine. They're fine. It's the people like Ben Shapiro that are showing up that are causing them to set that city on fire. They've been playing that for years and they grew this movement. They made it acceptable for how many millions of Americans. Then when Bernie Sanders becomes real, oh my gosh, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Well, they've done an awful lot. And remember, they're the ones with credibility. Remember, the mainstream media is the one that says you because you're a Trump voter or you don't vote the way they want you to vote or you don't think the way they want you to think. You're an outsider. You're somebody who is on the 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 margins and the very lunatic fringe of America. They're the ones that know. Well, let me just remind you that the New York Times had two endorsements, two endorsements. One was Elizabeth Warren. How'd she do last night? How's she doing? Really? I mean, I mean, horrifically awful, horrific. And the other one, uh, Amy Klobuchar was the other uh, one they endorsed. And how's she doing? The only way she's impacted the race was by leaving it. Correct. So nobody was listening to the New York Times. New York Times, their their editorial, their endorsement meant nothing, nothing. And they won't, rec- they won't recognize that. It meant nothing. In fact, it means more than nothing. Nothing means everybody read it and went, eh. Studies show that after they made their endorsement, those people who read the New York Times every day, they switched away from these candidates by about 5%. So it was less than nothing. It actually hurt those candidates. How about the media and the sensation that was Beto? I mean, Beto was, he was the next Jack Kennedy. 
There was nothing to Beto. Nothing. It was all media hype. All of it. And he just, he collapsed in a spectacular fashion. And who created him? The media. Trying to make him into the next big thing. Then there was Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg, he's the next best thing. He's, uh, look at him. He is going to be the up-and-comer. All of the people that they have endorsed are gone. Are gone. So, who do you have? Well, you have Biden, who they've never really liked Biden. There's a great article in Reason uh, magazine. um, And um, they talk about how this is... They did anything they could to steer people away from Joe Biden because Joe Biden is just too average every day. He's I mean, you know, we need the new one. We need somebody like Elizabeth Warren, who's cutting edge. Everyone they endorsed, everyone they pushed. Failed. And because they didn't like them, they kind of mock them. The other two do well. It's kind of like Donald Trump. Did they not learn anything? They have no influence anymore. This is really important for America to understand because they're going to continue to live in denial. But it's going to frustrate them more and more because they used to when they had when they said something, they had impact. How is the impact on the impeachment trial? Did America fall into line with that? How's the impact? I can hit you with this here real quick. Uh, Michael Bloomberg is suspending his presidential campaign. Uh, he will be dropping out. And uh, that obviously the thought there would be that that helps Biden mm-hmm. uh, going forward. Mm-hmm. So what was he promised? I don't know. It's an, does he, what can you promise a guy who's got sixty three and a half billion dollars? Uh, Treasury secretary. Yeah. Something like that. It's very, very possible. He has a, a role. I would not be surprised at all. Mm-hmm. Guns uh, are. Oh, God. No, he already promised that to Beto. Oh, that's right. He, he already that's promised that to Beto the other day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a team effort for the Democrats. I mean, I, I, because Joe can't do it on his own anymore. I mean, maybe 2008 Joe, maybe 2004 Joe, maybe 1946 no, this is going to be um, George W. Bush 2000. Remember, George W. Bush wasn't getting the job done. And so all of the big players that really sealed the deal. He had Colin Powell. He had Dick Cheney. Uh, He had all of the big names, Condoleezza Rice. They all came and rallied around him. So everybody's like, okay, yeah, he's. He put a big team around him. Yeah, he's maybe makes me a little nervous, and he doesn't really, you know, is he just the son that doesn't have his own experience? He was running a baseball team. He put a big team around him. This is back in the day when only running one of the largest economies in in the world as a state uh, was not enough experience to be president. Right. You were like, oh, I don't know. He's only been running Texas for a couple terms. Right. What's going on? Right. Now we're like, ah, hey, I think he'd fix that sidewalk in in in, uh, in Indiana. <laughs> uh, he probably could be president, <laughs> right? Right. And it was great. That guy he's, was on a he was on a talk he's show. He's gay. Yeah, he's gay. He's gay. He's gay. He's great. And uh, we'll throw him in there. And uh, who else? Who else can we pull? Yeah. Here? Tom Steyer. What did he do? He was at a, had a hedge fund, I think, at right. some point a long time. I don't know. Throw him in there. Here's the thing, though, with with Joe Biden. Joe Biden, unlike what happened in 2000 with George Bush, where they brought a lot of people in and that kind of sealed the deal for a lot of people. It gave them confidence. This literally is weekend 
uh weekend with with joe not bernie i hate to use bernie because uh i mean bernie's bernie bernie's bernie Mm -hmm. uh and but joe is like he just needs a bunch of crew around him that are just gonna lift him up under the arms and just carry him around i mean he could be dead and they'll just build a machine to go around him so he's just a figurehead i mean it's not just but people on the right saying noticing how poorly he's yeah, doing yeah. physically and mentally i mean it's noticeable to everyone you, you heard what's his it's face sad. Uh, jank the guy from the young turks talking about this and his uh, you know where he when he you know blew a gasket last night complaining yeah, about the we, loss in case you don't know who jank is good for you <laughs> uh here he is with the young turks last night i mean this is the guy who is really kind of helped put the coalition together of elon omar and aoc and bernie sanders he started justice democrats right yeah mm-hmm. he's really the, i mean this is far dangerous left listen we thought it was almost over bernie was gonna win now it's not over now we're in a tie and now we got mm. absolute dig-in warfare against the establishment. But we didn't start the war. They'll lie about it again. We didn't start the war. They started the war. They've been lying about Bernie Sanders. For God's sake, on Castro, I could give you a thousand examples. Bernie Sanders said the same exact thing as Obama. Everyone on TV is lying like, for oh saying, my God. No. This isn't a good thing. <laughs> I know. But uh, maybe it's because I'm a you know big radio fan. He just turned into Bud Abbott. <laughs> yeah. You remember? Everybody was like, oh, oh. He just, yeah. he had the same movement of the fat one from Abbott and Costello mm-hmm. and and the exact same expression. He's a cartoon. Yes. This guy is a cartoon, but he's absolutely serious and has a lot of followers. They are declaring war here. Continue to pick it up. What an outrageous thing Bernie Sanders said. Obama said the same thing. No, shut up. Don't cover it. Don't cover it. Don't cover it. Obama said the same thing. You want to go to war? We'll go to war. And that is what this is. We cannot let Biden win. Guys, not just on progressives versus establishment. This is so important. I need you to understand this. Biden is not going to beat Trump. Biden is either near senile or actually senile. Watch any of the tapes. And Biden lies nonstop. He's going to get caught. He's okay. The media is covering for him, but they're not <laughs> going to be able to cover when the Republicans come for him. And when Trump comes for him, I stop for a second. Gonna- I, I love that part there where he's like, he lies. He's going to get caught. He's not mad because he's lying. He's, he's mad because he lies poorly. Yeah. He's going to get caught. Yeah. He's going to get caught. The Trump's going to come for him. They're going to, they're going to catch him with the lies. But I'm telling you, I'm just expecting somebody to go, who's on first. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we have some uh, very sad jank news. Mm-hmm. You know, his frustration in this clip may have been for another reason. Mm-hmm. Because jank, as you noted, started Justice, Justice Democrats. He got Ilan Omar and AOC mm-hmm. and... Uh, mm-hmm. he, he, all the, the whole squad, mm-hmm. right? I can't even remember the other. I can't remember Ringo's mm-hmm. name. Um, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, uh, he was trying to parlay that into his own political career, and was running for uh, Congress in uh, California. And you may not know that because uh, he didn't do well. The sad result: he was in the twenty fifth House district. He's going for the Katie Hill seat. Remember Katie Hill, the one that was... Wow. Uh, they will vote for Katie Hill, mm-hmm. but not for him. <laughs> wow. Well, a now remember... A district that would put her in. Yes. 
and says, uh, uh, no, he's too, he's crazy. So the top two go to a runoff in California. So mm-hmm. first was Christy Smith, 34.3% a Democrat. Second, Mike Garcia, Republican at 27%. Third, Steve Knight, another mm-hmm. Republican at 18.1%. And mm-hmm. way down in fourth place, our friend Jenk, who got 5,308 votes for 5.8% of the vote. Uh, so he did, fi- he did finish ahead of Getro Elise. And I know a lot of people are following Getro that campaign. Is, yeah, Getro was really dynamic. I mean, that's a solid name. Getro? I mean, I, I might be rethinking my kids' names after this. I'm just saying. Getro Bergier. Beautiful. Oh, man. Uh, so anyway, Jenk, uh, yeah, he did, not, he did not win. So um, Elon, though, she was having a good night. Uh, Elon Omar, uh, she really, really helped Bernie Sanders uh, in her own home state of Minnesota. Elon Omar. Elon Omar. Elon Omar. So she said last night, imagine if the progressives consolidated last night like the moderates consolidated. Who would have won? That's what we should be analyzing. I feel confident a united progressive movement would have allowed for us to build together and win Minnesota and other states that we narrowly lost. Oh, my goodness. So who could they have united? I mean... You couldn't have united with Bloomberg. You couldn't have united with uh, with Biden. You couldn't have united with Pete Buttigieg. You couldn't have united with Elizabeth Warren, because whatever you say about Elizabeth Warren, she's a progressive. She's not a revolutionary. She's a progressive, a deep progressive that likes a lot of Marx's ideas, but she's not a revolutionary. Who is the who should sank who are you joining with on your revolution elon on your i hate america america sucks beyond all imagination it should be destroyed and we should have a communist system instead of a capitalist system who do you have that's a big name that's like yeah i'm for that you have Elon Omar and AOC, and you have a few of those people, right? And they were all and there. Bernie Sanders. And they were all on the bandwagon. And Sanders, who is heavily favored in this race, got the other person who was favored to drop out of the race. And yet, what happened? With Elon Omar, they still lost in a depressing, terrible fashion. <sighs> Nine-point loss in a race they were favored in. I have to tell you, I know I've been using this phrase lately, but it's the only phrase that seems to really work. And it couldn't have happened to a better group of people. Mm-hmm. Pound for pound, unless you're an international spy, driving is something that is probably one of the most dangerous things you do for any extended period of time during your day. Lots of rides, literally. Your ability to trust that your car is going to get you from place to place safely and efficiently. Somebody's not going to hit you or whatever. But when things with your engine, your car goes wrong, it's important that you have the service that you can trust. And it's important that you're not bled dry. CarShield has affordable protection plans that can save you thousands of dollars for covered repair and includes the computers, GPS, electronics, and a lot more. Rates as low as 99 bucks, and you can have anybody do it, your favorite mechanic or the dealership. I, I have a couple of trucks that are under CarShield. 
they have had a couple of problems. One broke down on the side of the road, had to get it. They took care of getting it there. They took care of everything that was wrong with it. I got there expecting to write a big check, and they said, nope, it's all covered. Oh, oh, I'm just going to walk away slowly, slowly, pretend I never showed up until they find something that I do owe money on, I think. It was the weirdest experience. That's a great experience with CarShield. CarShield.com or call 800-CAR-6000. 1-800-CAR-6000. Use the promo code BECK. CarShield.com. Save 10% now. CarShield.com. Promo code BECK. 10 seconds. Station ID. All right, so even the vegans went crazy um, last night. A vegan protester storming the stage of Joe Biden's victory speech on Super Tuesday was tackled by two unlikely linebackers, Jill Biden, his wife, and his senior advisor, Simone Sanders. Now, um, can we can we play this here? Watch and listen. In the neighbors, we come from the three... Look at Joe. Okay. So. This is really bad. I know it seems funny. No, it's really bad. Really bad. Something bad is going to happen if they do not have freaking security at these events. Doing anything. He has. So let me explain what happened. So. Uh, first of all, Joe Biden does not have Secret Service detail. He's a former vice president. They don't get it. So he doesn't have Secret Service. Uh, and they had one guy come up on the stage and try to get this protester. She was a, what was it? Let Derry die? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I actually am kind of sympathetic. I mean, as a guy who is... Surprising. No, I know. I mean meat is delicious and i raise cattle to eat right so i don't have any problem but i mean they do make the point of you know dairy you take the moms away from the babes the babies and they both they it's a it's it's a sad thing when you actually see it it's a really sad thing they really do care about that i'm Um, sure they do yeah i don't know if all animals do but cows do uh anyway uh but they're so so this woman gets up and you don't storm stages. No. And she storms the stage. And what's amazing is Jill puts her body between her and her husband. I mean, it was really kind of amazing to see. And then uh, it, it was Simone is his sister, right? His sister goes and tackles the person. I mean, takes him down on the ground. Two women. Now, one guy is coming up and he's like, I've, I've got it. I'm a big, you know, meaty guy. He's not the one that takes her down. It's Simone that takes him, <laughs> takes this woman down. Amazing. And wrestles her to the floor. This is going to become a date. This is 1968. I'm telling you, we are headed for the summer of 1968. And that's not good. And all of us, whether we like candidates, dislike candidates, we all need to uh, watch ourselves, watch who's standing next to us. You see something, say something. Don't let this get out of hand because these, these people on the left, they are serious. They are dead serious. Uh, and some of these Bernie bros 
if they get on the stage, God only knows what will happen. Because look at the way they treat him while he's on stage. They just take the mic from him. What do you think they are thinking about? We've got to stop this Democratic uh, Party hijacking of trying to destroy our candidate. They are serious. You're listening to Glenn Beck. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So I have some serious financial financial news for you uh, coming up in a second. You know, they, the Fed cut the rate again yesterday. This is unbelievable. And if you had a loan, you know, in the last 10 years, or if you have a 30-year fixed loan, you might be able to get a 15-year uh, year loan now uh, and pay the same amount every month. The in interest rate is getting that low now. Uh, it is worth 10 minutes. If you want to consolidate your loan, you are buying a new house, you want to refi. If you have a new loan on just in the last couple of years, look Call them, please. Look at the loan because the the interest rate is becoming so low that you could save thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. You might be able to cut your 30-year loan into a 15-year loan or less and still have the same mortgage payment. Do the financially responsible thing. Go to AmericanFinancing.net or call them at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. Go to the Blaze, uh, go to blazetv.com, excuse me. Uh, promo code is GB20. You're going to get 20 bucks off your subscription. Check it out. Steve Dace uh, hosts his own program, Steve Dace, the, from the Steve Dace Show. It is a show that follows this program on Blaze TV. You can also watch it anytime you want. But if for those of you who missed our linear lineup, we got out of television, if you will, uh, cable television, because it's over. And we decided to be an all digital network. Uh, and when we dropped that, I don't know, about three months ago, a lot of people were very upset uh, that they couldn't just have the 24 hour feed anymore. Uh, and so what we've decided to do on this new app, you now have on Roku and everything else, a 24 hour live feed so you can watch the shows like you watch normal television uh, anytime you want, but you still get them on demand as soon as they're ready to go. We we post them and you can watch them on demand if you're a subscriber of Blaze TV. So you can watch uh, Steve and his program. Very, very enlightening, really super, super smart, um, very, very ethical. And when it comes to politics, I don't know of a better person on our uh, network than Steve Dace. I wanted to bring him on today uh, and have a little more of the conversation we had last night as the uh, the polls were closing. Steve, you, I thought you were a little pessimistic, uh, and, and I'm not sure I understand what you think is coming now with the Democratic Party, um, because you don't see a way out for a road to healing between you know, the super left and the regular liberal. I don't think there is a road to healing. And I think the actions of this party in the last four to five days, Glenn, indicate that they realize that. And what they did uh, here, going back to, it was a week ago, Jim Clyburn endorsed 
uh, Joe Biden. And in the exit polling in South Carolina, almost half of the black voters Joe Biden received. So they were influenced by that endorsement. I have in the modern era, I have not seen a number like that. I've never seen anything like that. So correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, because I said that earlier today. I've never seen, you know, they used to call Bill Clinton the comeback kid. This Mm -hmm. was like weirdly fast and for not a lot of good reasons. On well, the, at least on the surface. Glenn, he won four, maybe five states last night, and, and, and most of them decisively, Joe Biden did. He never visited, he never campaigned, and he never advertised it. And that's unprecedented, because what you're, what you're seeing right now is something, and I'm going to use that word for a third time, unprecedented. You're, we're, we're seeing the old, prior to 1972, in the old conventions and smoke-filled rooms, prior to the modern primary system, you're seeing this now, how this, how this stuff used to be decided before I was born and when you were a little kid. This is, for, this is how this stuff used to be decided. But now it's being determined out in the open on social media. The national media is coordinating this message with the Democratic Party. And you're watching the entire Democrat Party apparatus go beyond putting its thumb on the scale they are literally rigging an outcome and i'm using that word on purpose i mean if you were if you were in competition in a league with somebody and you found out that league was working directly with that person to have them beat you what would you call it certainly not gamesmanship you're beyond that and 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 the only question is why they're doing it glenn either it's because they're so desperate to beat trump that they'll risk and mortgage their future that's typically how the republican party rolls they'll mortgage their future to win this election because when you look at Bernie's numbers amongst Hispanics, particularly the younger you go, that's the party's future. They're, they risk angering them, or they, they realize that Bernie has to go. We're going to do this. If we win, we're going to do the same policies no matter who wins. But we cannot let Bernie Sanders go out there and message us as socialists and Soviets, as opposed to the way we've been lying to the American people for the last 30 years. It's one of those two. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. The prog- I truly believe, Steve, that the progressive era as we know it, as it was set up in the 20s and 30s, is over. You know, at the beginning of the progressive era, there was this fight uh, on do we have a bloody revolution and just get it over with, or do we slowly make that move, that transition? Everybody Mm -hmm. decided America doesn't want a bloody revolution. Well, there comes a point to where the system is so hobbled by progressivism that it is not a true capitalist and constitutional republic. And it's not a Soviet state. It's nothing. And so you have to make. I think this is why so many people, including Donald Trump, want this debate with Bernie Sanders. uh, And they want to just decide it because. Yep. That's really where we are. We're we're deciding yep. between a constitution, a constitutional republic and a Soviet style state. So which is it going to be? The Democrats are only dragging out the pain here they, they have. There's no future after Joe Biden. It is either a remake of the Democratic Party and a and a true one, one that repoints their uh, their compass back towards a republic just a big state republic like a like sweden actually is or mm-hmm. the communist revolutionary and i don't see anybody pointing it towards a democratic republic so what is I the ga- what's the long-term game plan here i think the long-term game plan is that 
some of this is desperation. I think you've seen this with some of the corporate executives who are longtime Clintonistas that were have been sounding off about Sanders and Elizabeth Warren before him. I think some of these chickens are coming home to roost for them. I think that they've used a lot of this class warfare, progressive, cultural Marxist language to, um, you know, put down audiences like to your show and mine and others to get power over them, to win elections. But in the end, they just want to shake the system down every bit as much as the corporatist Republicans they claim to oppose. And now they're now they're realizing that, oh, no, we can't put the genie back in the bottle. These folks, you know, we told them, hey, just, uh, you know, we'll be your pie pipers, but make sure we're the ones playing the tune. And now all of a sudden a new generation has emerged. They're like, you know, thank you, though. We'll take it from here. And I think a lot of that internal struggle is with those kinds of Democrats who don't have really any belief system other than can I use government to get what I want in life, period, end of sentence. We're just into gangster government. And I think now they're now they're pitted against their own base and, and they may get their way in this nomination fight. But in the long run, they're on the wrong side of history with where this party's trajectory is going. So what happens next, Steve? I think what happens next is that the Democratic, you know, I go back to the first interview you and I did on this process when it started in Iowa, January of 2019. And I said to you that I thought a big dilemma the Democratic Party was going to have this year is doesn't want to have the election of 2028 and 2032 or the election of 2020. And, and so that's really what's being debated right now is the Biden forces that are propping him up that he is a proxy vessel for want to have the 2020 election. Bernie Sanders' base wants to get on and, and culminate history, as you were just describing. That, that, Bernie's going to win the argument. It's just a matter of his side. Well, it's just a matter of whether they win it in this primary or not. In fact, I, I would argue they've already won it by virtue of how far he's already gotten in their party. The real debate, I believe, is on the Republican side, because the Republican Party wants to offer up as an alternative to this some kind of quasi-pro-corporatist, um, you know, uh, neo-capitalistic, you know, kind of goulash of a little bit of everything. We're just not Marxists. And in the end, history is always won by the side that believes the most in the conviction of their own cause. So the the Republican Party, I think, has got to figure out its brand. Doesn't want to be a constitutionalist party or doesn't want to be a corporatist one, because in the end, you can't beat, you know, uh, you can't beat a T-bone with goulash, Glenn. So who is in more trouble uh, in 2024, Republicans or Democrats? Let's say Trump wins. Unquestionably, unquestionably Republicans. Why? And, it, and why? Because the Republican Party, if you look at the candidates that were running in its primaries across the country last night, the contested primaries, look at the candidate that's opposing Jeff Sessions in Alabama. He's essentially a, uh, you know, the former Auburn football coach is essentially a, a, he's a construct of the Chamber of Commerce. The, the people running the Republican Party think the Trump era was a tantrum. And when, and when Trump and, and Trump is the outlier and when he goes away, all this populism and we want to save our country and all this stuff will go away and everybody will just go back to the Mitt, to the Mitt McCain uh, Bush dynasty. And, no you know, we, we, we've got our own side of K Street. And 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 they think that the people running this party think that they're waiting Trump out. And I think that's why the Republican Party is the one that is far more in peril. The, the battle is determined on the Democratic side. The children are going to outlive the parents. Okay, it's just a matter of when they get a hold of their inheritance. I think the real battle is on the Republican side. So what should we be doing? 
Well, I think this has been a real struggle for us because we're, we're, we're pitted here, Glenn. We, we're every, every election now, since we're honestly facing what we are up against on the left, you feel like you cannot afford to lose a single election to these people. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, that makes you feel, that puts you in a position where in place of them, you're putting people in power that really don't value the belief system that it's going to take to defeat the left at the exact same time. It is a, it is a catch-22. I'm not really sure what the political solution is. And that's why on my show, it's, it's moral and spiritual revival or bust, period. I mean, look how, look how quickly a herd of millions of Democratic voters in 24 hours were herded by their media to a candidate that 10 days ago was dead and being mocked and laughed off the debate stage. Those are sheeple. They just herded them like cats yesterday i know super tuesday votes and that's where a lot of the american mindset is what it's separated from you know what originally made america exceptional and and what the country was founded on and the democratic party is completely tethered against that now okay so you don't believe that that you you do believe that they were you know almost like free will is going away in some ways you don't think that people saw bernie sanders and went, I, I just, I don't want that. I don't want that. And no, I really don't, I don't want Bernie Sanders, but I mean, I'm uh, not uh, Bernie Sanders, but Joe Biden, because I think he's incompetent, but I, I don't want Bernie Sanders. You don't think no, that's Bernie what happened? Sand- no, Bernie Sanders had a hundred percent name ID coming into this race. He won something like 20 some odd states in 2016, like 10 million people voted for him to be the Democrat nominee just four years ago. He's not, this is not, he's not new at this. What, what, a, what, a, what a bunch of people got was, was a bat signal from their party saying, hey, this isn't our guy. He can't win. Uh, you know, uh, to borrow a phrase, their sheep hear their voice. They got the cattle call and they responded to it like good sheeple that they are. That's what happened. Uh, Steve, what do you think of this take? This is from Nate Cohn from uh, The New York Times. It says, it's been uh, noted that turnout hasn't been uh, up very much in Sanders' 16 areas and even down. So here's a th- hypothesis for you. A small but nonetheless notable proportion of the Sanders 16 rural vote is now just Trump vote, and it's not going back even if he is the nominee. I think that's part of it, part of it because I think in 2016, Bernie expanded his base, base by virtue of he just wasn't Hillary Clinton, and they had a populist uprising year on the right and the left. So I think Nate has some merit there. But I would actually, when, when you were reading that, Stu, I thought you were going to go to a different... If Nate Cohn were here, what I would say is, you know that small 30% that you're talking about that you guys have played footsie with for mm-hmm. 50 years and put in charge of the media and the college campuses? Mm-hmm. We, we're about to learn that uh, uh, Napoleon is about to lead the pigs uh, into the farmer's house and kick you out. That's what's about to happen. Mm. And that's going to happen. Uh, well, this has been a delight, Steve. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, t- can you give me some indication of who you think uh biden do you think that biden's going to get the nomination i think we're in totally uncharted waters now because you know what we saw in iowa is the more you looked at joe biden the more you thought that dog ain't going on that guy's got dementia it it won't happen he's going to be fully on the stage now there's nothing more they can do to shield him now he is the front runner or co-front runner again um and so they they kind of shot their the the proverbial uh, wad here last night so now it's a question of how, Bernie's health, um, Bernie's level of commitment to truly take on the system. I ran some numbers this morning. Even with the rosiest scenario for Biden, he could deny him the nomination until around Memorial Day from a delegate standpoint. 
and more likely than not take it all the way to the convention and contest it with his mob? Does he want to do that? Um, I think I think those are some of the questions that now have to be worked out internally within these campaigns. But I, I want to make sure your audience hears one more thing from me real quick. If Joe Biden is president, get, wins this presidency, he's not running the country. Yes. He didn't do any of this. The party did this for him. Yes. So he's going to be a vessel. And if you want to know who's going to run the country, it's the very people that gave you the hoax state for the last three years. Kavanaugh, collusion, Ukraine. Yes. They're the ones that are going to really run the country if he is if he wins the presidency. All right. Steve Dace, uh, thank you so much. Um, as always, really good analysis. You can follow him at Steve Dace Show. You can hear his show fo- immediately following this. Uh, today is a day to check out Steve Dace if you've never heard him before at blazetv.com. Thanks a lot. All right. If you, if you, if you look at shaving and like, oh, geez, because you hate, I, I, I used to skip days of shaving because I hate razor burn. And I get really bad razor burn. You won't with Shave Secret. Shave Secret is this proprietary blend of essential oils that you just put in your wet hand, about three drops of it. I mean, this stuff lasts forever. It's going to save you a ton of money and also a lot of razor burn and uh, ingrown hair and everything else. You rub it into your skin. You rub it into your beard. That's all you need. And you, the razor, you don't need a special, you know, this bla- uh, 16 blades. No, just just get a razor and you have the smoothest, closest shave you can get. You don't need all of the gels and everything else. Just try Shave Secret. Shave Secret for your legs or for your faces uh, or, you know, one face. I'm assuming that you're a Democrat. I'm sorry for that. And you have two. But anyway, you can find it at H-E-B or Wegmans Grocery, even at Walmart. They're available online at Amazon or ShaveSecret.com. And if you go to the ShaveSecret.com uh, website, you type in the promo code back and you're going to get a 10% discount. Try this. You'll thank me for it. It's ShaveSecret.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Tonight, our Wednesday night special, you don't want to miss it. It happens at 8, I'm sorry, 9 p.m. Eastern. It's election 2020, the battle for our vote. Who is trying to steal the votes? There are so many different attempts, but Russia and the foreign attempt we know about, it's not what you think it is. It's bad, but that's not the worst of it. Tonight, will your vote even count? Do Republicans even have a chance of winning? Election 2020, the battle for our vote. What you need to know and what you can do about it. Tonight, 9 p.m. Use the promo code GB20. Get 20% off on your blazetv.com subscription. Blazetv.com. my gosh it's that time again panic everyone panic it's our coronavirus update there are confirmed about 3200 confirmed deaths of corona look out now that's so you know about the same number of people in the u.s that's a global number this is the same number of people that 
choke to death on their food in the U.S. every year. But panic. You could choke to death on your food today. Do you have enough toilet paper? Our coronavirus update in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh my gosh, spring is just around the corner and you know what that means. Yeah, mowing your lawn. That's what it means. If you are looking to upgrade this year from your slow push mower or your tired old riding mower, I got good news for you. Hustler Turf Zero Turn Lawn Mowers. They are here and they are going to change your life. Hustler Turf engineers uh, all of their mowers to outperform. They've been in this business for over 50 years. The research and testing that has gone into a Hustler mower is really, truly mind-blowing. I mean, they've spent years, thousands of hours, just protect, uh, uh, perfecting their steering system. These are really, really great machines, and they are built to last a lifetime. Your neighbors are going to look at your yard and go, did you just hire professional people? Because you are in and out with a zero turn, you can mow your lawn so quickly, it's astounding. You spend a couple of hours mowing your lawn on a Saturday, you can get it done in 10 minutes with a zero turn lawnmower from Hustler Turf. Right now, you can purchase your new lawnmower and get a year of extended warranty coverage for free. You're not sure about Hustler? Now you're covered. Not sure about Hustler? You're going to love it as much as I say you will? Go and find a dealer near you and take one for a test drive. You may not drive home. <laughs> My grandfather used to love his mower so much. He would sometimes take it, you know, after we took the keys away from his truck, he would take it down the road. He, we actually caught him on the highway at one point. You might even do that after you test drive a Hustler mower. You're going to love it. Go to HustlerTurf.com, HustlerTurf.com. Click on the radio offer button at the top of the right-hand corner. Enter my name back in the box for warranty offer details. That's HustlerTurf.com. Once you drive one, you'll thank me. HustlerTurf.com. All right. We here in Tejas, (laughs) we learned from... Michael Bloomberg yesterday. That's the way you say Texas, you know, here in Texas. No, no, you don't. Uh, But we here in Tejas uh, have enough toilet paper. Do you? Here's our coronavirus update. Total confirmed cases, 94,293. That's up 2,000 from yesterday. Total confirmed deaths, 3,219. That's up 89 from yesterday. 81 countries now have confirmed cases. It was 77 yesterday. Down cases that are active that are considered serious to 17%. The U.S. now has 128 confirmed cases and now nine deaths. All of the deaths are from Washington State. Most of them are from a nursing home. U.S. cases include second confirmed case in L.A. County, Second, new, two new cases in uh, New Hampshire, two new cases in New York. CDC is no longer uh, directly reporting the total number of uh, citizens that have been tested because the regional hospitals can now test directly. World Health Organization yesterday came out and reported that the case fatality rate is actually 3.4%. They had been saying it was hovering around 2%. Uh, that is significant. However, even though they have been saying that it is about 2 to 2.3, now they say it is currently 3.2. Uh, 
they think that number is actually going to go down all the way and hover around one because the more that we test people, the more cases we're going to find. The speculation is, is that a lot of us are walking around already with a coronavirus and we just think we feel like crap or it's, you know, just a mild flu. And you may have gone even to the hospital or the doctor, but they haven't had the tests. So you just had the flu and just go home and rest and you got over it. Uh, most analysts and the head of the CDC in the U.S. expect the final case fatality rate to be about 1%. Now, that is still 10 times more than the seasonal flu. But remember, the seasonal flu kills about 68,000 people a year here in the United States alone. 68,000 people every year here in the U.S. alone. Globally, we are almost at the end of a flu season. Globally, this has only killed 3,000 people. That's still more than should have died. Uh, but 68,000? Uh, 3,000. They're saying if this becomes uh, a 70% infection rate, which one, some are now saying, if it is 10 times higher, more deadly than the seasonal flu, which is a very low number, it's now 34 times higher. But they believe it'll settle around 10 times more deadly than the seasonal flu. That'll be 680,000 people in America that will die from the coronavirus. That is a significant number, but we haven't seen that. Again, if we are looking to freak out, let me give you some stats here. Um, people who unintentionally fall to their death every year in the United States, 36,000 people actually fall to their death. Unintentional poisoning. Oops, I shouldn't have had that. 64,000 people die from that in America every year. Left-handed people attempting to use products designed for right-handed people. How many people who are left-handed die from using something that was designed for right-handed people? Come on, guess, guess. I can't even think of how this would occur exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 11 2500 say it the situation what's the situation 2500 deaths do it do it to yourself see what happens 2500 deaths are caused every year when left-handed people attempt to use products designed for right-handed people now i can't imagine what that is but maybe that's because i have a hard time using scissors because they never cut I'm left-handed, so maybe I use them with my right hand, and I accidentally—I don't know—cut an artery. (laughs) I don't know. You're stretching. This is not something that can occur. Uh, They cannot—they cannot confirm the exact number. Uh, However, it is true that left-handed people are five times more likely than right-handers to die in accidents, because apparently everything is for a right-handed world. Hmm. Bastards don't care. Uh, There are 240,000 lightning strikes that happen every year. There are 6,000 people that that, uh, die from just tripping in their home. Choking on food, 3,000 deaths a year here in the United States. Estimated that 700 people worldwide are killed every year. 
by a toaster fire. See, that one I can see. That one's not really, that's not the way I want to go. 450 people in the United States every year die from falling out of bed. Falls from ladders. Is that all all bunk bed related? I don't know. Because look, falls from ladders cause 355 people to die every year in the United States. And I'm certain that's how I'm dying. I've I've pictured it in my mind a thousand times. I am literally certain the way I die is falling off a ladder. Are you? It's so weird. I know. do Do you freak out at height? I do. Sometimes, in certain situations, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the, that one in particular, the ladder thing. Yeah. I know you're not that high, but just I know it's every freaky. time I go up there, because my, my my son throws balls on the roof all the time, and they're always yeah. in the gutters, and I have to go up there like once every couple of weeks. Yeah. And the roof, you know, the, the gutter thing is pretty high. Ever think he's trying to kill you? I think he might be. Okay. All right. I'm, I am absolutely in my head every time I step on the thing, sure, I'm going to die. Now, so far, I've been wrong, but it could happen at any time. And I'm lefty. I write lefty, so I'm double screwed. You are really screwed. Yeah. You're five times more likely to fall off that ladder. I am. It's you know? a left. It's a right-handed yeah. ladder, isn't it? <laughs> exactly yeah. right. Mm. Now you know we're doing that. We're redoing this entire building. It's taking us four months just to paint the outside of. Don't even ask me. Uh, four months to paint with a professional crew the outside of this building alone. It's so huge. Mm-hmm. Um, then we're built. Then we're painting the inside of the building we have an atrium that i don't even know is this what two city blocks you think or at least one new york city block yeah it's big you think Mm -hmm. it's a gigantic atrium it's about five stories tall uh and uh we have to clean it and then paint it and and chuck who who works here he's like i'll do that i'm like chuck that's a and he's like no just we'll just rent a lift i'm like it's five stories up. Ah, it doesn't bother me. Okay, bothers me. And I'm not scooping you up off of the bus. Right. I don't, th- I don't recommend that. I couldn't, I, I could not get into, I did it once. Got into a lift and had to go all the way up. Yeah. And you're, and you're, you're like, okay, just move it about three feet. And the whole thing shakes. You're like, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. I'm coming down. I'm left-handed. <laughs> I'm coming down. Okay, so anyway, so. The things look like it, there could be a lot of people dying, but it is right now looking worse. But over time, CDC, CDC says it's going to be better. There is a mutation now going on. There are two types. Uh, the mutation has actually gotten weaker. When it, we look at schools being closed, schools closed now in Washington and New York. More than a dozen schools are closed for the rest of the week in Washington State. Two high schools and a private Jewish high school are closed in New York. Additional school closings are expected in Washington this week. Um, Even though, and this is really good news, parents, listen to this. COVID-19 has not killed a single child under the age of 10 and almost no one under the age of 18. Hmm. Which, I'm 18, so I'm probably safe. You're born in the 18. Shut up. New York. I'm sorry. uh, Texas mayor from San Antonio has declared an emergency to gain extra powers to quarantine. The emergency declaration was to uh, activate his powers to keep anybody who was on, you know, anybody who was brought in 
mandated by the CDC. They're supposed to stay in for 14 days. He wants it to be longer. He also wants two negative COVID-19 tests for each person before they're allowed to leave quarantine. Bernie Sanders uh, supporting councilwoman retreats a threat to purposely infect Trump supporters. She uh, wrote, for the record, if I do get coronavirus, I'm attending every MAGA rally I can. The Denver City Councilwoman uh, retweeted with the phrase solidarity. Yes. The Colorado Republican Party has called for her immediate resignation. No word. Shortages across the country now for toilet paper. Stop it. Stop it. I got to get some toilet. Stop it. <laughs> Many stores are rationing hand sanitizer. That one I can see. Everybody should have hand sanitizer. I mean, it's the, uh, you know, you're supposed, you know how long you're supposed to wash your hands? 20 seconds, I believe. No. Six, no. 60? Nope. Five, 50 minutes. <laughs> You really have yeah. no idea. No. You're just stabbing I, I really thought with just... right-handed scissors. You're just stabbing <laughs> in the dark. I legitimately just heard in a coronavirus uh, two minutes. report, it was 20 seconds. No, it's two minutes. You're supposed to wash no your hands spreading. for two minutes. Yeah. It was only washing for 20 seconds. Yeah, two minutes, you're supposed to wash your hands. Have you actually washed your hands for two minutes? It's an eternity. Yeah, you're like, what? I, you're supposed to wash between the fingers and all. And you're like... I've never washed my hands for two minutes. So. At some level, I mean, at some point, you just want to have the coronavirus instead, right? Two yeah, minutes every point. time I'm washing my hands? I mean, I, I, mean, I, I, I don't think nothing. I sleep that much. No. That's, that's <laughs> ridiculous. I don't, I don't do anything that I enjoy for two minutes. Shut up. I, I, I know I, what you're thinking. The CDC says 20 seconds. Calm down with your little estimates, okay? I'm going with a CDC estimate. 20 seconds is fine. Get Tanya on the phone. Get Tanya on the phone. Tanya or the CDC? Does she work for the CDC? Get Tanya Does she on the have phone. a new job? No, I'm saying if you're saying it's 20 seconds in the CDC, I'm going to tell her to shut up because she has been you know, to wash <laughs> your hands for two minutes. What? That's two what you're supposed minutes. to wash. Two minutes. I get her on the phone. I want to talk to her because she's made my, me wash my hands for two minutes. She's just trying to keep me in the bathroom washing my hands. That's what it is. Gives her time to escape. 45 minutes, Glenn. Just wash your hands. You know what? Lock when you come door. home, CDC says when you come home, you should just stay in that room by yourself <laughs> washing your hands. <laughs> uh, so many stores are now rationing hand sanitizer, toilet paper, surgical masks, hand soap, paper towels, and bottled water. Walmart, Target, CVS, Walgreens have all cap sales of certain items to any individual buyer. For instance, you can only buy one bottle of hand sanitizer per customer at CVS stores. Well, I'm not going there now. Images and videos of panic buying have uh, come from across the country. Although, you know, I saw some of that. Have you guys seen the, um, the video of the monkeys that are being forced to be waiters? in like korea <laughs> have you seen that one did you see that how do we know they're being forced what if they like it that's what i thought yeah. it said they're forced that they're wearing these snappy little outfits yeah. and they're delivering plates of food to customers and i thought probably did that monkey wash its hands for two minutes probably not the most sanitary thing <laughs> no. to have waiters that are actual monkeys but Maybe they can fly it in with bats next. That's been working well. <laughs> All right. Your uh, coronavirus update is every day at this time. You can find it uh, also at glenbeck.com. Uh, it is posted every morning. 
don't know about you, but I'm not a big fan of people doing things in my name without my consent, especially if they're literally doing them in my name. We live in a digital world, and what makes us, you know, makes us up as people in society is uh, floating around in the ether, vulnerable to being stolen by cyber criminals. And when they act in our name, it's usually not something good. Oh, I just gave to the American Cancer Society. Nope, that's not happening. It's important to understand how cybercrime is affecting your life. Identity theft is a serious issue. Somebody's identity is stolen every two seconds, and you're going to miss something if you're only monitoring your credit. That's why there's LifeLock. They detect a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number, for sale on the dark web. And if there is a problem, their agents are going to work to fix it. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock will see the threats you might miss on your own. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using the promo code BECK at 1-800-LIFELOCK. That's 1-800-LIFELOCK. LifeLock. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off at LifeLock.com. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. 10 seconds, station ID. No. I missed uh, one of the school closings, Stu. Yeah, uh, there's a there's a 30 minute delay for snow in one school district. We'll get to that in just a minute. <laughs> right. But there's also and the school lunch program <laughs> today. <laughs> don't forget, uh, don't forget, it's Pizza Fridays coming up. Oh, I love so that. that's always a really good day. Uh, also, if you happen to be in Italy going to school, uh, don't because they've decided to close all schools oh, and universities for two weeks because of coronavirus. Uh, they had had a jump from 52 to 79 deaths. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are 2,502 cases known in the country right now. And they decided now to try to prevent the spread to actually, I mean, an amazing step, close all schools and universities for two weeks. Can you imagine being a parent? Like, you know, you probably have work. You're, they're probably not letting you out of work. So now you have to figure out what to do with your kids for a couple of weeks. You'd have to see your kids. Yeah, that's there. Th- this all ends Ooh. in, I think, this is how... This is the prequel to Demolition Man, that the documentary with Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> where a uh, no one touches each other anymore, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sex has been elim- eliminated for like three seashells, when no one knows exactly what the seashells do, but <laughs> yeah, uh, no. they've got that, and I think that's the future here. You never actually touch another human being again. You stay in your little, you, everybody telecommutes, we can have our little screens with other people. But we don't actually come in human contact. We just get rid of that. That's not working out at all. I mean, infectious disease is the only thing that's killed more people than communism. Why we keep trying it? Why have bodies? Seriously. Why not just upload into the system? You know? This is what the people, the fine people of the Matrix tried to do for us. Right. And what did we do? What did we do? We, we complained. Said no. We, we said, said, oh, said no, this no. is too perfect. And then, so they decided to make it a dystopian future. But initially, mm-hmm. the Matrix mm-hmm. was fun. It was great. And what did we do? We screwed it all up. Hey, can I do we have the uh, stats? Uh, Just I just want you if you're watching, I'll try to um, uh, explain these. Maybe have uh, Stu do it. Here's the fatality rate of selected infectious diseases. Look at this chart. Swine flu, COVID-19, SARS, MERS and bird flu. Uh, Infected is the light blue and uh death is the dark blue so yeah you can it's hard to uh to see but it, it does bird look- flu is more than half of the graph bar in yeah. dark blue mirrors uh is about uh, a quarter of the graph bar sars is the bottom what uh, maybe one percent and there's two little dots on covid19 
That that's pretty remarkable. How about this chart? Look at this, you want to talk positive about positive news. Why are you? Doing I know you want to talk this. about a reverse. Uh, what? what are you trying to get out of us? Why, why are you why are you doing positive news? You're you not wanna, even scaring me right now. You want to you you look at the fatality rate of COVID nineteen in China from January one to after February. It's a reverse hockey chart, a hockey stick. Mm-hmm. It is. It's almost a straight line down. Meaning that it's getting less deadly, they believe? It is getting... Uh, as they test yeah, more for as it they and test realize more, how many is, cases actually exist, the rate is much lower, just as we've been talking about for Exactly a right. Weeks. Exactly right. Outside of China, the fatality ratio is higher in Iran, where 5.5 of the infected in Iran have died, uh, which is pretty remarkable. But may I just point out, they're licking statues and doors... Now, if you lick a door or a statue, you could be sent to prison. But they're also literally, I'm not kidding, they are opening up their prisons and releasing all the prisoners yeah. because of the infection. This is, what do you, that's one screwed up country, man. Mm. One screwed up country. This is the Glenbeck Program. George, who lives in Ohio, is a type of architect, still likes to draw everything with a pencil. And man, George, I can so relate to you because I still I ask for pencils all the time. And people are like, what is a a pencil? What pencil and paper? I just still love it. And I got to the point where I couldn't hold a pen or a pencil for more than maybe a minute without my hands just all cramping up. And just the pain was uh, unreal. George is an architect. And he still likes doing everything with pencils and rulers and doing it all by hand. Well, he couldn't and he couldn't. He didn't like taking drugs for his pain and he couldn't do any of the stuff that he loved to do because he would draw it and then he would actually go out and help build it as well. Well, that's when he discovered Relief Factor, drug-free, worked remarkably well, and George is back to building the things he sees in his imagination and able to take a pen and or a pencil and draw it out and then go out and build it. Relief Factor reduces the inflammation, a major source of our pain. 1995. Order yours now. ReliefFactor.com. Get your life back at ReliefFactor.com. The Wednesday night special is tonight. Don't miss it. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. You get 20 bucks off with a code GB20. And why not show up an hour early for Stu Does America as well? Every Friday, we have uh, Bill O'Reilly. He joins us uh, to give us his view of the news of the week. I wanted to have him on quickly today just to talk a little bit about uh, what happened last night on Super Tuesday and get his take. Last night, I believe he told me that socialism uh, is is going to be over. If Bernie Sanders were the nominee, it would it would kill the socialist kind of movement uh, and we wouldn't see it again. Do I have that right? Is that what you were saying last night? Yeah, I, th- I think it's – thanks for having me in on uh, Thursday. I appreciate that, uh, Beck. So it's Wednesday. Um, I think it's out either way because it's obvious to me today as I sit here on Long Island that there's no way Bernie Sanders gets the nomination. There's just no way. I mean, they can make it a horse race. You know how the media is. But the corporate media and the uh, DNC people, all the money Democrats, Wall Street Democrats, they're all against Bernie. It's just too much. He can't do it. The populist wave that he was hoping for did not happen last night. Did not happen. 
Um, so he's not going to get the nomination. And if he did and got crushed, that would, of course, eliminate socialism. But the fact that he's not going to make it for the second time, that's going to cripple the socialistic movement as well. I have to tell you, with, um, with Latinos, socialism is popular. With young people, socialism is popular. I mean, um, there is a new generation that is coming up that does not have the understanding of what socialism is is and i fear that this bernie sanders movement is more like the the movement of ronald reagan and barry goldwater no i i don't see it uh i don't understand the hispanic thing at all do you? i don't either no i don't no i don't they're more traditional right, they're more traditional yeah uh, and but, hard-working yeah don't you know. know so what what is that and you don't did you check out Nicaragua and Venezuela and Cuba lately? I mean, these are your folks. Right. Well, yeah, the, but they also do have, um, they're very religious. Um, I'm generally speaking, the people who move from South America. Well, Bernie's an atheist. No, I know that. But they Bernie's recognize they recognize uh, the, um, uh, liberation theology from their churches uh, back home. Uh, I don't get it. Anyway, millennials are just dumb. Do you ever talk to one? If you can get their attention uh, away from the uh, handheld machine. I mean, I, I'm generalizing. There's some brilliant college students and high school students. But in general, it's like I like Bernie. Like I like Bernie like. You know, that's what you <laughs> All right. So in 10 years. I would have loved to see you as years, a teacher when you were teaching. It would have. You gotta, oh, you gotta go back Mr. and teach, Mr. Cotter on steroids. Oh Remember my welcome gosh, back, Cotter, that was yeah. me. Um, but anyway, the millennials will grow up, some of them, and then some of them, the others will move to California. But um, you know, you have now in this country, and this is the big story on Super Tuesday. It's not so much Biden did anything, but Biden didn't do jack. He didn't even know what day Super Tuesday was, Joe. Super Tuesday. Is that a hint? That's oh, a Thursday. Okay. <laughs> he didn't do anything. Right. He this didn't is, do a thing. This is, uh, this this is, is the party. Media. Right. right. Corporate. No, mostly the corporate media. And then the Democratic Party, the Podestas, Rahm Emanuel, Terry McAuliffe, and Barack Obama behind the scenes back. I know. Working I know. those phones. Talking a little Pete Judge. Pete Buttigieg. Hi, Pete. Sprock. You know, all of that was going on. And then Bernie sitting there. But I love Bernie. Did you see his victory speech last night in Vermont? Uh, no, I see it? no, I missed it. I'm sorry. Oh, it, it was great. So Vermont it is only 18 people. That's all that lives in the state. There are other people that register, but they don't live there. They're down in Florida. It's too cold. There's nothing to do. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful state. But there's only 18 people. So Bernie had to import people from New Hampshire. And they're screaming, oh, Bernie, Bernie. Oh, we're going to be the next president. Of the and no one believed it. Not even the people on the floor. They all know. All the Bernie bros know. It's not going to happen, all right? But Bernie's going to hang tough because he thinks that something might happen to Biden, and I don't want anything to happen to the former vice president. I don't. But can Joe Biden make it from March 4th to the convention in Milwaukee in July? I don't know. Especially don't know without, without revealing, you know, I, I don't say this with any glee, and I know you don't necessarily agree with it because you're not a doctor, but I am, okay? I am a doctor. Uh, and so I can... <laughs> yeah. 
You laughing at me? <laughs> I am a doc. No, I, have, I want to make an appointment. I have, a do- I have a doctorate of humanities, which means I can treat any part of the human body. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, um, so uh, right. I, uh, I, I will go and say I think this is senility. I think this he is going through early dementia or something. He's not the same man he was four years ago. And I say that with no glee. I actually feel bad for him. Um, but, you know, well, is he going to be able to make it not even just physically, but but not just making some big, clear error that Joe's not going to be running the president uh, presidency if he was president? He's he's not going to be the guy he's, oh, that that is very astute back. Number one, I went through early dementia when I was 24. OK, so I got it out of the way. Um, very astute. If Joe Biden's elected president, he is not going to be in charge. He will not be making decisions. So therefore, the people around him, keep an eye on that. It's going to be the same Obama crew. So, uh, you know, that's what's going to happen. My suggestion to Biden is don't even talk in the next debate. There's a debate coming up. I think it's on March 15th, Sunday night. Don't talk. Just hold up a sign. I'll do what Barack did. That, and have a little picture of Barack on the sign. That's it. Don't say anything. Because you're, I don't, I'm not buying into the dementia thing. I'm not going to do that. I don't think that's right. Um, I've seen Biden be a little quick-witted on the trail. Um, but certainly he doesn't know what's about to come out of his mouth. It's like Tourette's syndrome without the cursing. All right? He doesn't know what's going to come out. And therefore, Sanders knows that. Now, Sanders just says the same thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. It's not like he's Mr. Brilliant, quick Mm -hmm. on his feet. He isn't. And he's never been challenged. Um, That just drives me crazy. Do you realize that none of the Democratic candidates in the 10 debates, none of them brought up Hunter Biden? Uh, None of them. Elizabeth Warren had the gall to destroy Michael Bloomberg on jokes he may have told. And, and I mean, I told you this on The Blaze last night. I would have turned around to Biden and go, you have some nerve, madam. You built your whole academic career on a fraud. You put on paper that you were an African-American. No, uh, okay? Native African, American. Native American. Native American. Mm-hmm. Okay? That was a fraud. And you have the nerve to question my ethics? That would have destroyed her. That would have put her out. But Minnie Mike didn't have the wherewithal or the stones to do it. And therefore, he was weak. And that's why he got eliminated. He is a weak person. And Americans want strong leadership. So let's get back to Biden. If he can't put a coherent paragraph together, which he can, here's the deal, here's the deal. Uh, uh, In fact, like, we'll take the fact and then we'll have an in on the fact. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. So I mean, how does that? Do so that, tell me know. how this ends. the The corporate media they I mean, don't I want can't Bernie tell Sanders. You how it ends? I can't tell you how it ends. Then tell me. Tell Rod me Sterling, if I'm sitting there. Look, look. If I'm sitting there, the script now. If somebody yeah. is sitting in my office and they're like, "This guy, Glenn Bernie Sanders, will take your company down." Blah blah blah. I I know we got to stop Bernie Sanders. 
okay, what's your idea? Well, we got to do this. And it, that puts Joe Biden behind the wheel. Uh, Joe Biden is, he may not even make it mentally to the end of the primaries. What are you talking about? What's your end game? Well, so he gets for. it. That's Bernie's only hope. That's Bernie's only hope that Biden just destructs out there. Um, and that's why he'll stay in and run around. But if you look at it, none of them, neither of them, are going to get enough delegates to win. So that's clear now. Unless Bernie pulls out, but she's not going to. All right? So none of them are going to have the delegates to win. So they're going to stumble, and I mean that literally, into Milwaukee. And then the Democratic poobahs, word of the day, uh, are going to say, eh, it's Biden. So that's what's going to happen. You ask me what's going to happen? If there isn't any catastrophe in the Biden camp, and, you know, the odds are there will be because he just can't, as we said, function on a day-to-day basis, I, I think, you know, Jill Biden could, could run a much better campaign than Joe. Oh, I think She'd so, She'd have too. a better chance. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, so that's where we are in America. We have uh, a president who's polarized the country. All right, but who's doing a pretty good job on the economy. But now we have a virus that's panicking everybody, and they may panic ourselves into a recession. And then on the other side, we have a socialist atheist who likes Fidel Castro, um, who nobody in the establishment wants to run because he'll lose. He can't beat anybody. And then a 78-year-old former vice president who can't speak. That's where we are in this country. That's pretty screwed up. Let me go to coronavirus for just a second. You said that, you know, we're going to panic ourselves into it. I don't think this is a major health event other than a lot of people are going to get sick, but not a lot of people are going to die. You know, in in comparison to what. uh, Correct. And that could be, you know, one hundred and twenty thousand people, you know, but we kill in, in the flu, the regular flu kills right now 68,000 people every year in America alone. This is not this is right. not out of whack on things. However, we're not when you're running out and you're buying stuff in the grocery store, that's panicking. However, we're not the only country that is quarantining. I mean, in fact, we're probably the least of them. Europe is quarantining. Things have really changed. This when you say we're panicking, why is this one different? And it's not just America. It's the world. Why is this one different? Because of social media. Yeah, that's the big difference. If if we didn't have the machines telling us every day that we only have 14 hours to live, I'd do the same thing with global warming. Yeah, 10 years, uh, you're all going to be dead. And, and the segment of population, which we discussed last week on your program, wants this. Mm-hmm. This is exciting to them. Mm-hmm. All right? So maybe I'll survive, and then I'll get my bazooka, and I'll shoot all the zombies coming at me. All right? So they like this is excitement. Um, but the social media, if you go into it and read the headlines, we're all dead. I mean, it's over. It's the black death. Uh, they're going to have carts, and you'll throw your bodies into the carts, and they'll go away. <laughs> I think that was um, a Monty Python movie. Not but... diminishing... Yeah, I'm not diminishing the coronavirus. Right. It's a vicious illness. Right. Okay. But the mortality rate on it is 2%, and that's in China. 
not exactly, uh, you know, the greatest health care system in right. China. Right. Two percent. And it is contagious, absolutely contagious. But when the warmer weather comes in, Hopefully. it will diminish. Yeah. All right. And that that is the likely scenario. Okay. Bill O'Reilly, thank you so much. Yeah. We'll check back with you on Friday uh, and get the uh, report on the news of the week. Bill O'Reilly is an hour number two. Uh, every week on this program on Fridays. Thanks for joining us, Bill. All right. Feels like the world's crashing down around you. You're not entirely wrong, as Bill just pointed out. It's nuts. The stock market tanked 2,000 points last week in two days. Then we had the biggest stock gain. Then the next day, we had, what, another 800-point drop. I don't even know what it's at today. I know it went up last night. Uh, before the markets opened, about 600 points because... About up to 500 right now. It's about 500. So that's all happening because it looks like Joe Biden might actually be the nominee and not Bernie Sanders. It's nuts what's going on. So you can just keep rolling the dice and saying, you know what, I'm just going to keep it all on black. Good luck with that. I like to spread my risk out. How much risk are you willing to tolerate? You can't just bury your head in the sand. You have to continue, uh, consider protecting your portfolio by putting a portion of it into precious metals. And may I recommend the people over at Goldline? Call them today. Just ask them, how can I protect my IRA or my 401k or my retirement accounts? Just for speaking to a representative today about your portfolio, they're going to send you a three-quarter ounce pure bullion silver coin at no cost. Just call them and ask for the free information at 866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE. Protect yourself by putting a small portion of your money into precious metals. Gold is way up because it's a hedge against insanity. And the world is getting more and more insane. Goldline.com. 1-866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Listening to Glenn Beck. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Tonight, the Wednesday night special at 9 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV. You don't want to miss it. It is all about the stealing of the election. We have so many things hitting us at the same time, and there are enemies in this country that do want to change the system. They'll say that it's unfair, that it's rigged, uh, and in some cases it might be. But generally speaking, we've been able to trust the system. That may be a thing of the past. Um, When you see the ancient, ancient electronic systems that some states are using, And then they're buying the replacement parts, the computer brains for these systems on eBay. Has anybody checked what, what, uh, can we stop? But anyway, uh, that's tonight. uh, And that's just in the first couple of minutes. You're going to see what's happening. Then we get into what high tech is doing. And as Bill O'Reilly was just saying, you know, everybody's on their machines, as he calls them. Uh, The tech industry can change everything. And we have all of this tonight. You don't want to miss it. The Wednesday night special, 9 p.m. Eastern. Promo code GB20. Save $20 off right now at blazetv.com slash Glenn. blazetv.com slash Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program.